When tools are based on economics, they must adjust with the market forces. I'm Miranda Ryman, Senior Associate Editor with the Angus Journal, and I recently caught up with Kelly Ritalik-Riley, President of Angus Genetics, Inc., to discuss the upcoming value index updates. Listen in to hear how the new economic assumptions will affect dollar B and dollar M. So today on the line, I have Kelly Ritalik-Riley with me, and we're going to talk just a little bit about the value index updates. So, Kelly, what's coming up the end of May? What, what kind of information do we need to give to breeders? Yeah, that's a great question, Miranda. So at the end of May, just like we do every single year in this kind of May-June period, we're going to do our annual update um, to our economic assumptions that drive our dollar value indexes. So you know that those dollar values are used as basically profit tools. So we're trying to select animals that have more profit for one segment of the industry or the other. And one of the things that really weights those traits, right, weights those individual EPDs inside of those dollar values, those profit indexes, are basically the costs and revenues, right, that take place over the year, um, whether that's cost and revenues, for instance, on wheat calf prices versus your ration costs versus your grid premiums. We try to update those annually to make sure that we stay on par which, with what's happening in the in the industry overall. Perfect. Can you give me just maybe a little bit of insight into the the history of what goes into those and why we've got to keep it updated? Yeah. So right now we update those economic assumptions annually, but they're based on a seven-year rolling average. So you can imagine um, over the course of the years, we've had different price fluctuations in calf prices and ration costs and all those different types of um, inputs and outputs. And we base it on a seven-year rolling average because we're trying to mimic that cattle cycle. Uh, previous to this, we actually had it on a three-year rolling average. And what was happening is we were causing a lot of volatility in these profit tools that are supposed to be used to drive right uh, genetic change and genetic selection. And so by having it on that seven-year rolling average, basically that allows us to make sure that we keep it um, updated but steady um, for not only our seed stock producers but our commercial cattle industry so they're able to make those really good decisions. So this year, we're, our seven-year rolling average that we're going to be working off of is 2015 to 2021. Um, and so basically, we take the average cost and the average revenues throughout those uh, seven different years and sum them together and then update those annually. So this year, we're going to be trading out 2014 with 2021. And so for a lot of our producers, they can recall what was happening in 2014 when we had record high green calf prices and, and really high uh, ration costs and those sorts of things. And we're going to trade it out with a year that, even though we have rebounded some from a wean calf cost from 2021 to, or excuse me, from 2020 to 2021, it's still not enough to overtake that really big uh, wean calf cost year that we had in 2014. And so we're going to see just a little bit of change. Um, when we start to update these economic assumptions and these dollar values coming here at the end of May. Sure. When we think about 2014, um, it feels like an awful long time ago, but you're <laughs> right. But to a lot of us, it feels like kind of a different time. And you say a little bit of change. Are these going to be dramatic swings, or what can you tell us to expect? Yeah. So one of the biggest changes that we see in those economic assumptions, like we just talked about, is really the trade-out of that wean calf cost of 2014 to 2021. So when we look at the seven-year rolling average, last year we inputted, uh, for instance, a weaned steer calf price of $183 per hundredweight. And this year it's actually going to go down to $172 per hundredweight. So 
because of that seven-year rolling average again, even though, like we mentioned, we rebounded a little bit on wean calf costs year over year, it still wasn't enough to overtake that big year. And so we're going to see a little bit of fluctuation when we look at things like maternal wean calf value and weaned calf value, so that dollar M and dollar W respectively, because the big profit driver in those indexes are really how much we're going to basically make on each pound of wean calf that we take off those cows in the fall or in the spring whenever those individuals are being weaned. And so while we are going to see a little bit of shift in that revenue source, the correlations across the board for maternal wean calf value and wean calf value, dollar $1 M and dollar W, are, are really, really high. So they're well over 0.99 correlations. And so while we're going to see a little bit of change, we're not going to see any huge re-ranking come May 27th. So we can talk a lot about the the numbers and, and how they're replacing one year for another, but where are those numbers coming from that you're inputting into that equation? Yeah, that's a great question. So we actually work with CattleFacts um, as kind of a third-party resource that we can come together. They track all those changes throughout the year and over the years, and they're actually able to help us deliver some of those costs and revenues to us. And then internally, we work with groups um, here, obviously, at AGI, the association, as well as CAB, to really make sure that we have a full scope of what's happening. And for example, in our grid value, which feeds our, our dollar B, right, which is our big terminal index, we look at grid premiums that happen throughout the year. And it's actually a blend of the weekly high and the weekly average grid premiums that have happened over 2022, for example. And those are the grid premiums that happened over 2021. So when we look at Angus animals, we know that they can compete on an average quality grid. And so what we actually do for our grid value and our dollar B when we talk about the terminal side is we actually blend the weekly high with the weekly average. And that allows us to make sure that our Angus animals who are known for their quality, who are known for their impact in marbling, actually compete at a higher than average grid premium value to make sure that we continue to drive home some of those quality-based characteristics that have really allowed the, the Angus breed to excel in those terminal traits. And as we talk about dollar B, um, what kind of changes are we expecting as you talk about values in relation to that? Yeah, so when we look at the dollar B, uh, those are going to be basically, once we wean those calves off, send them to the feed yard, and then hang them on a quality-based grid. And so you can imagine the things that affect LRB. You're going to be talking about days on feed, ration costs, along with those grid premiums that we just mentioned. So again, year over year, our seven-year average increased the time on feed for calf-fed and yearling-fed steers to 246 days and 170 days, respectively. And we actually, while we lost a pretty big ration cost year in 2014, we exchanged it with 2021, where we all know that we saw those ration costs continue to rise. And so our ration cost actually goes up by about, on average, $7 um, in this seven-year cycle. And what that does is it actually changes our dollar F just a little bit, right? Those high dry matter intake animals um, get knocked down just a hair because of the fact that, obviously, if you have to spend more time on feed, right, you eat a lot while you're in the feedlot, and then you couple on um, higher ration cost prices that's going to affect your overall profitability. Exchange that with a grid premiums, right, that continued to climb in this seven-year cycle. And so the overall change in dollar B, because we went down a little bit in dollar F, we went up a little bit in dollar G, 
um, our dollar B is actually staying fairly constant. On average, across the board, we see maybe a, a dollar decrease across the board when we look at dollar B. But again, similarly to our dollar M, above 0.99 correlation. So while we might see slight re-ranking, a little bit of shift, those animals are going to be very similar to what we see today. Sure. That kind of seems like, to me, maybe it gives you an indication that the the tools are, are working as intended and the shifts are just reflective of reflective of the year, um, not that we're making a big change to the tool. Yeah, absolutely, because it's really hard to make breeding decisions. You know, even a lot of these dollar values, right, we're putting the economics in today, but these are going to be driving profit indexes that are going to allow people to make breeding decisions for seed stock bulls, right, in the coming years. And we're probably not going to wean some of these calves off, right, for another, you know, 24 months on these individuals that we're making decisions on whether or not, you know, we're going to select them to put into the breeding pool or not. And so trying to keep those things a little steady allows for seed stock and commercial breeders alike to really kind of take the tool in and be able to use it effectively. Excellent. If, if producers want to know, first off, what's the date that this is happening? And second, if they want to see see if it's made any changes to their bulls or bulls they've been looking at, um, where do they go to look that? Yes. Yeah. So we're going to make this change on Friday, May 27th. Um, so that will be the day that basically these new economic assumptions take effect. And if breeders log on to their AAA login or if you're a commercial breeder and you have that registration number of that individual bull of yours, you can go to angus.org in the online pedigree lookup feature and you can actually see if those things have shifted or fluctuated. I will caution, though, if you haven't looked at those in over a year or maybe since you bought the bull, some of those changes and shifts may have happened not because of just the economic assumption update because we've had, but because we've had a lot more data um, come over come in over the past year. Sure, that's a good reminder that those are updating weekly. Exactly. Again, these annual updates will go live May 27th. Visit AAA login for more information. And for more in-depth stories like this, subscribe to the Angus Journal at angusjournal.net.